What is up? What is happening? How are all the things? We are moving right along with the day four of our Uncaping, Unmasking, and Unhiding series. And we are continuing our conversation on Olivia Pope. In days one through three, we talked about the cape and the mask she wears. We talked about her kryptonite and we talked about the thing that she's really craving behind the cape and the mask. But we are not going to tell you what any of that is. Because if you haven't listened to the first three episodes, we want you to go get what up. Exactly. And today we're going to be talking about the culprits that possibly threw Olivia Pope into this superwoman role where she felt the need to cape mask and hide. But before we do that, we are Cheryl and Natty, and you're listening to the Shades of Strong podcast where we're working to dismantle the myths and the stereotypes of the strong black woman. And we are glad you found your way to this platform. Our hope is that you'll find exactly what you need to start your journey to healing from caping, masking, and hiding. And if you need support with that, we really hope that you will consider joining us in the Sister Circle of Healing at shadesofstrong.com, S-O-S, circle. And we'll leave the link to that in the show notes of this episode. So all you got to do is click and hop over to the website. All you got to do is click. <laughs> I think I said click. All you got to do is click and it'll take you straight to the website. So yeah, day four, causes. What life experiences caused Olivia Pope to fall prey to people pleasing and being the protector? I'll tell y'all what I think. If you watched any of the episodes from Scandal, you know that Olivia was abandoned by her mom and that she was rejected by her dad. Now, I happen to believe that the abandonment and the rejection kind of thrust her into this space where she wanted, where she needed to be liked by other people. She also lived in a space where she was constantly craving the attention and affection because she didn't get that from her parents and even though the relationship she had with the both of them was a dysfunctional one she still wanted to be wanted by them and she desperately wanted to make them happy she wanted them to be proud of her I think that's what ultimately thrust her into feeling like she had to please people she was emotionally abused and neglected by both of them, but she still wanted their love and affection. And when she couldn't get it from them, she went searching for it in others. And she found it. But unfortunately, what she found was also unhealthy and dysfunctional. Yeah, well, that's really insightful because when you think about you know, we, and we've talked at length about this before because we both are survivors of different types of abuse, some of the same types of abuse. And when you experience trauma like that, you want to do everything you can to protect yourself from future occurrences, if at all, if you can. And I think one of the ways that we try to protect ourselves from stuff like that happening to us is we try as I mentioned in one of the previous 
episodes of this series, we try to do everything we can to keep the environment at the very least neutral, if not positive for everyone around us. Because if the people around us are the people that are perpetuating any type of abuse toward us, it's like, well, if I just do what I need to do to make them happy, then they won't. They won't do X, Y, or Z. And that is, that is the people pleasing. That is the, let me make myself invisible and do whatever I can to make this other person or these other people happy. So I think you're right. I think it, it comes from, from that abuse. And abuse comes in different forms. We're not just thinking about physical or sexual abuse. Emotionally unavailable in a lot of ways. So there are different types of ways that abuse can manifest, but if it manifests in any of those ways through emotional unavailability or outright rejection, not be not feeling like anything you do measures up again or pleases the person, so they reject you, that's abuse. And so it's not just the the usual suspects or the glaring examples that everyone knows about. You got to think about all the other ways in which you can be emotionally harmed. And yeah, those are, you know, I think the, the, the rejection and the lack of, of presence, even if physical presence is there. But I, as you said, in, in, in Olivia's case, the physical presence wasn't even there. She was abandoned by her mom. That's definitely going to lead to that protector, people pleaser way of living. Right. And while we're talking about emotional abuse and what that looks like, I think unreasonable demands and expectations should be included in that. And those demands or expectations can come from our parents, our siblings, our employers, our teachers. For example, if you were in school and you had parents that expected an A on everything, and for some reason you dropped down to a C and you were air quote, beat up as you drop down to a C, experiences like that also push you into a life of people pleasing because you put in this extra, because you put this extra pressure on yourself to get an A so that you can make your parents and your teachers happy. It pushes you into this space where you're constantly fighting to prove that you're good enough and that you deserve their love, their praise and their approval. And I think that's what happened to Olivia. She was constantly trying to prove her worth to everybody around. Adorning yourself with the proverbial mask and cape didn't miraculously happen the moment you became an adult. More likely than not, there's a history of trauma dating back to childhood that left you feeling rejected, abandoned, betrayed, and angry. Those emotions don't automatically resolve themselves. As a little black girl, The thing you needed the most was to be seen, heard, nurtured, protected, and loved without condition. When those needs aren't met, you don't get the skills needed to do life as the real you from an emotionally healthy place. If you find yourself in this episode and are ready to start your journey to healing, please consider joining us in the Sister Circle of Healing, a 12-week virtual experience for Black women to gather in a safe and sacred space for healing connection, and transformation. Join us now at shadesofstrong.com forward slash SOS circle. 
not just her, not just her mom and her dad, but to all the people that she was, that she was trying to protect to all the people, to all the people that she was trying to please. She was constantly trying to prove her, prove her worth to them. Number one, because she was abandoned and rejected by her parents. So she probably felt like she wasn't good enough for them to stick around. And number two, because her parents also had unreasonable demands and expectations on her. Now, I don't want to go and go deep into the episodes <laughs> in this series. But if you think about some of the episodes, you'll see that they expected her to be beyond perfect. And what happens when we find ourselves in that space, we eventually find ourselves afraid not to please others because we don't want to be rejected. We don't want to be abandoned. We want people to stay. So whatever we got to do to make sure they stay, that's what we're going to do. And that forces un- forces us into caping, masking, and hiding. You mentioned this in a previous episode too, Natty. When we talked about the protector, you said that you became the protector because you were trying to give your kids the protection you couldn't give yourself. And so perhaps that was Olivia's experience as well. Maybe she became the protector because she wasn't protected by her parents. She also wasn't nurtured by her parents. So that also contributed to the protector in her. Because here's the deal. here is the deal. <laughs> Two of our core needs as children is to be nurtured and protected. So if you weren't protected as a child and if you haven't done the work to heal that wound, you're going to take extreme and unhealthy measures to protect those you love. And if you were abandoned physically or emotionally by a primary caregiver, that could be a parent or, you know, whoever was raising you, you're going to obsess over the possibility of people walking out on you. And because you're obsessing, you're going to do whatever it takes to make sure they don't. And that often leads to, oh, I got to do whatever I got to do to make them happy. People pleasing. So all of those things, all of our childhood experiences contribute to how we do life as adults. But because we do so much repressing and suppressing, we don't realize that the way we're doing life is because of unhealed trauma. It comes from it comes from us wanting and needing to be wanted, accepted and loved. So what Natty and I want you to do. When you finish this episode, is to think about what is your culprit? What causes you to desperately want to please others? What is the thing that makes you afraid that people will leave? Maybe it was in high school. Maybe it was in pre-K. My dad left when I was about seven or eight. And I'm telling you, it affected me a lot, a lot. And it still does. (laughs) I can't lie. It still does affect me. Because it made me feel like I wasn't wanted. And so I often found myself in physically and emotionally abusive relationships. So, yeah, what is it for you? Think about some of your lived experiences. Did you have a childhood that was filled with shame or unreasonable expectations? Were you physically, emotionally or sexually abused by a loved one? Did you lack attention as a child? Were you abandoned or rejected by a parent? And if you answer yes to any of these questions and are ready to start healing the unhealed places in you, please consider joining us in the Sister Circle of Healing at ShadesOfStrong.com.
forward slash SOS. Anything you want to add, Natty? No, I think you said it all quite succinctly. I don't have anything to add that would make it better or anything like that. (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) That's what you do. (laughs) So that's it for day four. Don't forget to share your thoughts or your reflections and or your reflections with us in our Facebook community. We'll leave the link in the show notes of this episode. And if you're not on Facebook, hit us up on your favorite social media platform. We're Shades of Strong everywhere. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with day five.